live and pre-recorded. This is the Red Ticket Blues Podcast. I am Brian Buckley. This is being recorded on October 21st, 2020. 20s are practically wild. You can listen to the show on iTunes, TuneIn Radio, Stitcher, Google Play, YouTube, uh, Podbean, and other uh, reputable sites of audio pleasure. And uh, you can follow me on Twitter, at BrianBuck13 and at RedTicketBlues. Yes, it's back, by the way. I don't know if I... It's been a while since I've done the podcast, obviously, but I don't remember if I... I, th- I think it has been back. It is back. It's, so Podcast RTB, you can unfollow all 11 of you and uh, <laughs> get back to Red Ticket Blues. Uh, so yeah, I, I, I've, I've run out of excuse at this point. I don't know why I don't do the podcast more often. It's not that my life is that busy. We're all basically... We're not quarantined, but we're at home doing nothing, staring at the walls. You know, my kitchen is my office. So when the day ends... I just close my laptop in the same seat and then put a plate of food in front of me. Life is not that hectic and it's not moving that much. It's a bit depressing. I'm kind of, I'm kind of, I mean, the COVID fatigue at this point is is outrageous. You know, I had a friend, my friend from Australia, one said, "I'm going to come here." I, I probably mentioned this, but I, I'm going to come here in June. You know, I'm going to go go to Disney World and uh, go to some baseball games. I was like, "Oh, dude, it was like March or April." I was like, "This will be over by then." It's October. It's almost November, and there is no end in sight. This is, uh, what the hell is so funny? I heard a turkey. I heard a turkey. And there is, yep, there's, there's a, there's a turkey in the street. I heard a turkey gobble, and there's someone cannot move right now. They're in the street taking pictures, because obviously you got to take pictures. Uh, and uh, let's see. Oh, this car, like, flew around them. And now another, okay. All right, this is really not helpful to you. I understand that. But I'm getting the, the fatigue of COVID. I mean, at this point, it, we're closing in. We're not there yet, but we're, we're, we're past the halfway, half year mark. You know, I was going to go home to see family and friends uh, for Thanksgiving. I just don't think it's going to happen. I think um, our Thanksgiving's kind of been neutered anyways. I mean, certain family members aren't going to go. Other ones, are, you know, they're doing this. And it's just like, we got to, you know, my, my parents are older. They're at advanced age. They're not older. Uh, and, you know, I mean, we're, we got to quarantine. I feel uncomfortable not quarantining and finding out if I'm positive, you know, to flying across the country with all sorts of mutants and disgusting human beings. I will say one thing. Before I continue on this, this idea of people wearing masks on planes, I think that should continue going forward. I don't care if we get a vaccine tomorrow and they're handing them out like candy or, or like, a, you know, strip club things in Las Vegas. If they're just handing them out to anyone, it's the most disgusting. And they say, oh, well, but the air works. It's, it's such a vent- ventilating system. It's like, have you heard the chorus of coughing and hacking and sneezing on planes from people that are just filthy animals? I, th- I'm, I don't think I'm ever not wearing a mask on a plane Ever for the rest of my life, I think I will always do it. Oh, I gotta pause this. These these turkeys, I gotta take a look at them. Cause I mean, we're talking about Thanksgiving, right? Yeah, shut up. Yeah, the neighborhood kids are looking at them. I mean, I don't blame them. What do they, what do they do? I mean, they don't do anything all day. They don't go to school. I mean, I know some 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 places where you guys live. I mean, they, I know they have schools where they're you know nine layers of plastic between each kid. But these these kids in my neighborhood, I don't even know what they do homeschooling. All they do is play around outside. Bunch of misfits. Uh, but yeah, I, I, I don't think we're going to be going to Thanksgiving. I don't know if I, the only way we might be going to Puerto Rico for, 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 uh, Christmas is that, uh, we do have a place to go for a few days to kind of quarantine. And then, uh, you know, I don't mean quarantine, but I mean quarantine to the point where we can go get a test and then make sure we're good. I mean, there's older, older family members. I do not want that on my, uh, conscience. Also, I don't want to kill someone in the first place, but I also don't want that on my conscience to be said that I was the, uh, the host of that, uh, and, and not the, you, you know what I mean? So, I mean, this just sucks. I want good news. And, and you don't see much of it. You don't see much good news. Uh, let's see here. 
my mother is guilting me for not having children. All right, so that's that's good. Talking about how much she loves her cat, no ga- grandchildren. Mother, when you text me like this, it becomes part of the podcast. So I'm just just letting you know. Uh, so and now she's made me feel all you know. It's not eliminated, you know. It just it just it's you know it's not there at this moment. So just relax, just relax. Whoo, mama bucks. Jeez, coming in, coming in, uh, coming in hard and heavy here with the four and a half minutes into the podcast. And I want to go see these people. Uh, okay, I got to stop looking at my phone here. Let's see. So, but like I said, life is just depressing. And you know what else is depressing? The New York baseball Yankees. Uh, that's depressing. Well, before we get into depressing, you know, I mentioned the Yankees, which, listen, they're, they're, they're right there. They're so close to a championship, says Aaron Boone, says every year at the post-game press conference that they ultimately don't get to the World Series in. So I am drinking. What are we drinking today? Oh, well, let me answer, answer that in my own question. I'm drinking a little uh, homebrew. Uh, it is a harvest ale. Um, I know some of you are probably thinking, oh, so it's like an Oktoberfest. No, no, there's a special style to that, more that the Mars and German style of an Oktoberfest. This is more of a harvest ale in a sense. It's like a heavier beer with some apple. Uh, it's it's good. It's good. All right. It's, it's not, not to get too... With my nose in the air, uh, but it is good. I'm I'm getting impressed with my uh, my beer making skills. You know, throughout this entire um, th- this whole COVID this this China virus <laughs> Chinese flu. I mean, come on, give me a break. Um, I've been telling myself I gotta stop drinking so much. I gotta stop drinking so much. And it's not even the fact that you know I'm like you know, falling down the stairs or you know talking to mailboxes or something. It's just the fact that I'm just getting you know a little in the gut. It's starting to be that wow, not going to the gym, getting skinny everywhere. But man, that gut is becoming quite massive. Speaking of uh, having children, what do you do, Brian? Um, but the what I do in my spare time, some not every weekend, but a lot of times, just make beer. So it's kind of a yin and a yang there that's uh, you know, got issues with. Uh, but it is good. I enjoy it. I'm, I'm impressed. I think this weekend I might make just a classic, you know, Pilsner style. I mean, nice, nice, just lighter beer. So I'm not like when I have a beer, I'm not like, wow, that was great. Only 450 calories. But man, that was good. Just a lighter, you know, not, not going to knock your socks off kind of beer. Just relax, chill, chill and have six of those. But let's go back to the Yankees for a second. Obviously, the World Series is going on right now. Nine point whatever people watch, million people watched it last night. Always nine. And uh, that's not very good. And that's what happens when you have a fan base that we have a team with no fan base in the Rays. But uh, the Yankees were beaten by the Rays. Aaron Boone making idiotic decisions. Uh, obviously, game two sticks out with the stupid let's start Delvey Garcia for one inning and then let's bring in a person who belongs in prison in J Hap. Uh, this is where baseball gets too cute. And he thought that that was just, you know, there's nothing wrong with it. Yeah, yeah so that's what we had planned all along. And it's just, just we, it's all horse shit from that guy. And I'll tell you, I tweeted this. You know, I know I sound like a spoiled brat saying I'm sick of Boone. The guys won two. There's been three seasons. One of them's been shortened, and they made the playoffs, which they wasn't that great, but still. The other two, over 100 games. I mean, it's hard to argue with that. But this this bullshit cute baseball, I do not understand this. Garrett Cole, was it game four or game five? It was game four. You know, 70 pitches. No, it was game five. What am I talking about? 70 pitches. You take him out of, what, six things? He's they paid three hundred million dollars a year. I'm talking about their seventy pitches. Baseball. I hate what baseball has become. It is absolutely ridiculous with these stupid decisions. You know, as, for, as much as I want the Astros to lose, I, I like seeing a guy like Dusty Baker who goes out to the mound. He's just like, "You got your shit. Yeah, you're good. Don't bullshit me. Are hey, you good for that? Okay. All right. We're good." 
It's like, oh, well, let me get my computer here, and even X.3, you know, carry the Y, and, uh, well, that, that's what that means. He's going to spray shot, he's going to spray singles to right field on, on the left field hitter on a, on only in April on night games. It's just like, shut up. I want the Ivy League out of baseball. Hey, take the league out of Ivy and just give me the Ivy Wrigley, huh? Am I right? <laughs> it was awful. Awful. A second here. When I take big sips of beer, I just I don't want to do it on the podcast because that sounds just obnoxious. But Gary Sanchez stinks. I think uh, we've gotten to the point where it's no longer let's complain about Gary Sanchez until he gets back and does what he does. Uh, I mean, I'm kind of tired of Gary Sanchez. Uh, I mean, they do have him. They what, arbitration. Uh, he's arbitration eligible this year. I mean, give him a million or two. Like, see if this guy can can. I understand that everyone wants him to be this all-world player. And it certainly looks like he has the talent. Uh, but it's just that look on his face. It's such a defeatist. Like, he was benched going into the playoffs. And they're like, oh, how do you feel about this? Oh, I'm good. I'm good. You're good. What kind of fucking athlete says, oh, I'm good, being benched? Alex Rodriguez, for as much of a just a, a sociopath and a bad person he is, he was benched in game five of a, of a five-game series against the Orioles and I don't know what year. He was livid. He was extremely you know what that's what you want tyler wade has zero talent all right maybe not zero talent but he is he, he is garbage all right he lives in a garbage can he has confidence coming out of his ass i'd like to see him play over gary sanchez now i, I know he doesn't catch but i think you get what i'm trying to say here though gary sanchez is a louse he's a lazy louse i'm sorry oh is that oh because he's hispanic no no he's lazy have you ever seen anything not lazy out of Gary Sanchez? And again, all these people on Twitter, and I know I've said this to death a million times, all these people on Twitter, they think they're best friends with the athletes. These athletes do not give a shit about you. It is okay to criticize them. You do not have to throw bushels of roses at them every time. They don't care about you. They are like Mr. Burns. They will not stop for you in traffic. They will run you over and not even think one twice about it. They go, oh, what was that? I don't know. Send that tweet. All right, yeah. Is that check coming over or what? What's the deal? So stop it. But I don't know what that I don't know what they got to do going forward. I mean, this is starting to get a bit ridiculous. The pitching is garbage. Um, I mean, you have well, I mean, you got Cole. Who listen? Let's be honest. Cole wasn't wasn't great this year. I mean, he was good. He was good. Oh, he wasn't great. Look at the analyst. Shut up. Tanaka. I mean, he might have pitched his last game. Well, we got Hap. Oh, that's good. Uh, actually, I think his contract's done, right? Or is there one more year? I think it was. He's done this year. That you could say he can, he can kick rocks. Uh, who else after that? Delvi Garcia. Um, I keep thinking of like all the old pitchers. I'm like, well, you got CC, you got Pineda. No, no, they're not there. Uh, Montgomery. I mean, okay. I mean, Mo- Montgomery actually pitched a good, good game four. He did. I mean, a guy for who's not known as like a power pitcher or anything. He doesn't have all the razzmatazz, and he's been out for for so long. Only had a few starts since then. He pitched actually pretty well. Uh, but you know, who, who else am I missing? Oh, Severino. Okay. Well, he, he'll be back and Domingo Herman, which I always love with the Yankee fans. It's like, I don't want him any near, near my team. He's disgusting. He's awful. He's terrible. It's just like, okay. Okay. Listen, I'm not condoning domestic violence. I, I just want to, that, that should be a motto for the Red Ticket Blues podcast. I do not, con- I'm not condoning domestic violence. However, when you're a Yankee fan, shut your mouth. You're, you're rooting for a guy who is a monster, you know, and he closes games. His name's a Rolls Chapman. So stop with with the moral high ground. Just sit that one out. Of all the Yankee fans are just unbelievable with that. I don't want this on my team. Oh man, Chapman's throwing heat tonight. It's just like, oh god almighty, you fucking idiot. 
We'll have to see what going forward with the Yankees, though, because uh, I guess Boone's not going anywhere, uh, even though he is a puppet. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. How bad is it that Brian Cashman even has to say, uh, Aaron Boone is not a puppet. Uh, uh, he, he makes his own decisions. Like, okay, Aaron, the fact that you have to say that and you have to state that and, you know, so emphatically makes me think he is. And I don't necessarily believe you, sir. Uh, was there anything else I want to say about the Yankees? Um, I see lots of fans talking about, uh, you know, possibly Trevor Bauer on the team. He's a guy that I know, I know he, he ruffles feathers. Um, but I, I do like him. Uh, he definitely, and this is one instance on social media. I did not like the fact that the Reds were eliminated. Didn't score a run in their entire series. He pitched great, uh, and they're eliminated. And he, the next day, posts a like hype video all about him. Bit disconnected from reality, in my opinion. But I guess that's the way that life is now with these guys. I mean, it's all about a brand. It's all about what you do. And it, also hearing DJ LeMahieu, uh, how the Yankees' finances are, are – he's not a sure thing to be re-signed, which if they're not giving him a two- or three-year contract. I know, I know he, you don't want to sign him long-term. He is on the other side of 30. He is – I don't – what can you not – where would the Yankees be without DJ LeMahieu? That's all I have to say. And in the words of DJ LeMahieu – well, he doesn't talk, so I don't have any words to say. Um, but he – I don't understand how you couldn't – Resign him. You're losing all of it. They're losing. These guys come off the books next year. Brett Gardner, Jay Happ, um, uh, Jacoby Ellsbury, uh, a bunch of other guys that I don't remember either. But a lot of people. You could just forget. Think about that. You're paying Jacoby Ellsbury. Just replace. Take that money and give it to Jay and give it to DJ Ellsbury. DJ Ellsbury. We don't want to create that human being. Really flaw the genetics of DJ LeMahieu. Give that money to DJ LeMahieu. Why is that? That I, I'm not very good at math. I needed basic algebra to graduate high school. I can come come to that conclusion through the powers of deduction that you can take that cash, pay DJ LeMahieu the twenty six million dollars a year you were paying Jacoby Ellsbury do it for three years. I'm sure DJ LeMahieu would be very happy. He would say thank you and then walk away. I don't understand why that's so difficult. So Brian Cashman, if you're uh, done, if you could just put the lineup card down and everything else, and you know the gun you have to Aaron Boone's head to say tell him to say things, just make that happen. Just make that happen. Hopefully the pitchers will come back. Well, the Yankees will try to get something going. They have a good team. I don't know where you improve things other than pitching. I mean, they have a good team. I mean, Canley was out too, and Canley's going to be gone too. So I guess he's he's not going to be able to pitch at all next year. And this was his last year. It's going to be a very different team next year. It's going to look very different. Um, I may actually pay attention to it because I, I granted I think I watched the equivalent of one game throughout the whole year, but I did watch a lot of the playoffs. I watched almost every game, almost all in its entirety, phone in hand. You know, remember watching sporting events before like having a phone in your hand? Try doing it these days, honestly. Try watching one, uh, you know, game of your favorite team. Uh, maybe it's the World Series, I don't know, but a football game. You know, Jets and Giants are on. Or I was gonna say basketball, but when is I, basketball? Basketball's weird now. When's it gonna start? It's gonna start in January, I think, right? So when do they actually, are they going to shorten that season and then try to get it back on the regular calendar? Or are they like altering their calendar going forward? It's a very good question. Adam Silver will be on the podcast next time. We'll talk to him. Uh, I'll talk about how many bodies he has in his basin. Uh, what was I going to say? Shit, I forget. Probably wasn't that important anyways. All right. But speaking of the World Series, it's the same old stuff. Um the Rays, there's some Yankee fans really rooting against the Rays because they had some sort of beef with the Yankees. I mean, it happens. This I really don't, I really don't think uh, it's that big of a beef, honestly. Uh, oh, 
CNN says federal officials say Iran and Russia have obtained U.S. voter information in effort to interfere in the in the, in the election. Uh, so they, they what do they have my like address or something? I don't. Okay, well, have fun with it. Are you going to send me like you know classic rock CDs that I have to buy or whatever? Like, or are they like altering my vote? I don't care if they have my information. I just I just assume at this point everyone has my information. That's not to mean I'm going to go out of my way and just be like, hey, here's my social security number to some guy shitting on the street. Um, by the way, which happened the other day. Yes, lovely, lovely experience. My wife and I are taking a walk. And uh, beautiful, beautiful area, you know, the riverfront of uh, Sacramento. It's it's a very strange area. So our neighborhood's nice. And you walk up on this levee here. And, uh, you know, the levee on the other side is the boat launch. And it's it's uh, it's disgusting. It is as just vermin as far as the eye can see. Brian, those are people down in there. Listen, I used to be that way too. Buy a house in the neighborhood and you worry about your property value going down or even your house being broken into and see how much you care about those people down there, Locke. I'm sorry. Yes, I, I, no holds barred. I don't give a shit. All right. I wish them luck. I wish them luck. Gee, too bad. In the words of Donald Trump, when he heard it, Mitt Romney had tested positive. <laughs> Gee, too bad. <laughs> Lunatic. But so we're taking a nice little walk. And I mean, it's, uh... You know, you walk along the, the, the area there and you see some beautiful tents. And they're not camping. They're living. Uh, and But then you get to, like, an area where it just kind of, like, is a line of demarcation where all these, like, state buildings are. Everything's beautiful. It's nice. So we're just walking. I mean, the only shit you actually see is, like, goose shit, which, I mean, listen. You can't do anything about that. You know, you can't control Mother Nature. Uh, right. So we keep walking. And I see a guy kind of just laying there next to, uh, like, the, the barrier before like a bridge, the barrier on the street before a bridge. And, you know, we're walking and I see him stand up. And I'm like, okay, this guy stand up. We're about, I don't know, 25 yards. And I see him uh, just playing with his uh, belt, like he's Rudy Giuliani. And uh, just drops uh, drops the pants. And listen, he had the decency to stick his ass up against the wall and take that shit. But uh, yeah, so that's what we're dealing with now. We're dealing with people just shitting on the street. I told my father about it. He's like, it was just like a like a bum, or is this like a businessman? I was like, if a businessman is starting to take a shit on the street in the middle of Sacramento, I see the moral fabric of society starting to decay. If that that's acceptable, huh? well, what a meeting! Oh, Johnson will never believe what happened there. Well, we closed the merger. Well, let me take a dump on First Street. Uh, that that we have a problem at that point. Um, but what the hell was I talking about? How did I get to this guy shit on the street? What was oh? So we were talking about the Rays. We didn't like the Rays. Man, I forget. What, I, I mean, I was originally talking about the Rays, but I don't know how it got to that point where I was I was talking about that. Uh, okay, so anyways, not a lot, of, not, not a lot of interest in that series. Uh, like I said, nine million people, but the same old, same old. And I know I'm gonna sound like a broken record here, but man, those pregame, pregame, postgame shows are just awful. I mean, you got the Fox crew, which. David Ortiz has never done any research in his life. He just kind of just says things. Frank Thomas is, is if is if he sees like a big red like clock in front. He's talking so fast. He, he's he's like motioning towards the camera like like it's a, like some sort of like intimidation thing where he's just like he really wants to get in your face. You know, like like in the uh, testosterone commercials when he's at the gym trying to pick up all the you know all the White Housewives. Hey hey hey, how's it doing? Is that Frank Thomas? Are you the big hurt? God damn right I am. Check how big I am. Ooh, you're strong. <laughs> Such a terrible commercial. It's like they'll lead into a porno. He basically says nothing, too. And Alex Rodriguez, obviously, he has this perfectly pinpointed uh, little dialogue or monologue that he has. But if someone says something back to him, he kind of just looks at them and, like, nods and doesn't really say anything. 
Like, remember when Elaine in, in Seinfeld went to, like, uh, you know, that the the big band place and she can't hear anything? And then she was at Tim Watley's party and, and he's just, like, saying things to her and she can't hear anything. And she's like, mm-hmm, yep. I mean, that's A-Rod when it's just like, Poppy's just like, oh, uh, you know, uh, A-Rod, that's, that's exactly like when, uh, you know, this happened, whatever. Oh, terrible accent. I'm sorry. I know. I know. Cancel me. But he's just like, Alex, you know, when it's like this, it's like that. And A-Rod just goes, mm-hmm, yeah. He has nothing after that. He has no brain. It's the size of a pea. He's a stupid person. And like I said, if you really want to do something fun, put it on mute and watch him talk. It's like he's a mime stuck in a box. There's so many facial, excuse me, hand movements everywhere. And I know that's a part of it. I get that, that that's what they do. But he's just everywhere, all over. And then the TBS crew, which thank God we don't have to see anymore. That is just a bore fest. That is a recreation of the NBA playoffs uh, with Kenny Smith and uh, NBA set with Barkley, Kenny Smith, and Shaq. You have Curtis Granderson, who is, you know, as milk toast as, you know, a a, a, a nun. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hey, baseball, that's play too, right? <laughs> um, Jimmy Rollins, who has this kind of like intimidating factor where it's like, I want to say stuff, but I'm too cool to like say it. So I'll just kind of like look at you like, I'm not really sure. And Pedro Martinez, which he has some good points. He is a little hard to understand for the for the common viewer. I mean, obviously, I mean, I can understand him just because I'm so, uh, what's the word? Um, uh, not accomplished, because that's certainly not true. Um, but uh, well-mannered? Forget it. But what he does, I am, can someone try to explain this to me? The who's your daddy bit? So we all remember Pedro said the Yankees are my daddy. He then was struggling against the Yankees and the crowd chanted, who's your daddy? Meaning that like, hey, he owns you or the the Yankees own you. So they have this bit where at the end they play a thing that says, who's your daddy? Who's your daddy? And Pedro picks like the biggest performer of the day. And just is like, yeah, I call Clay Bellinger my daddy. And then they do a... a, a, like a Photoshop of like Clay Bellinger like holding Pedro like a kid, like a baby. And I'm just like, how does this make any – what are these people flying? There are only a few houses here, and there are people flying in and out. I don't know if the house is on fire or or there's just, you know, some sort of massive amount of drug transactions. But I don't know what's going on here. Um, I doubt any of those things are happening. I'm just overreacting, as you could possibly imagine. But I don't understand that bit. Like, what did Clay Ballinger do to Pedro to make him his daddy? Like – the whole the whole idea is flawed. Like I get they're taking something and trying to incorporate it into be something funny into that just bore of a show, but I, I don't understand what it's it's flawed from its origin is all I'm trying to say. Uh, that that's for sure. That's <laughs> this is how much I'm thinking about this stuff. Oh, by the way, how how great is it to see the Astros lose? Uh, the the idea that they were going to come back in a season where they're caught cheating, didn't face any penalties. Come into this season, not have to play in front of any fans, go through an easy schedule, then, you know, then get to play in the World Series where there would be scattered fans in Texas. Like, there'd be no God at that point. There'd be no God. And and Carlos Correa, which, listen, Carlos Correa is loved in this household. Obviously, he's from Puerto Rico and uh, he, he's a well-known name. But, you know, he is found to be very unlikable. You know, he wins that first series. Like, yeah, now now what are they going to say? It's just like, asshole, you're a major league baseball player. I, I figured you'd be good. I didn't think the entire thing was a house of cards with the bang on the trash can. But, like, would you shut up? Would you shut up? Yeah, what are they going to say now? What do you have to say now? We're here. It's just like, I, it, again, it's not like if you didn't have that aid, you'd be playing in single A. You're, you're a major league baseball. You were the number one pick of the draft. 
Jesus. And the other thing about baseball, too, that I've, I've been very confused at in every level here, the masks. I, I know, baseball hasn't been going on for a while, but I haven't done a podcast in a while. So if you wear masks, if, if you don't play, you have to wear a mask, and that'll save you from COVID. But if you're playing, you don't have to wear a mask, and you're immune to COVID. And if you're wearing it halfway, I'm not sure what that means. That means maybe you could play. Uh, it's it's the most ridiculous system, and it's in every sport, actually. It's not just baseball. It's an example of no one knows what the hell to do. I think masks help. They they are certainly not a a a, a lock. You know, they they are not. They're not a vaccine. They're, they're, they're not, they don't do anything to make it. They don't, it's not a stone cold lock. So I am very confused watching it. I mean, even had the trophy, the trophy thing. It was Ken Rosenthal, not Ken Rosenthal, Tom Verducci, who again, he looked like he was on batteries as if someone was like prodding him to say the next word. But you had him with a mask, uh, like just over his, his nose was, his, it was exposed. You had the Dodger GM with no mask. And then you had Dave Roberts with his mask at his chin. And they're all in like, you know, five feet of each other. It's like, what the hell are we watching here? What is, what, what is, what is any of this? Either everyone wears the mask or they don't wear the mask. Would you stop with the theatrics? This thespianism, this is ridiculous. It's the same thing going on in California when it comes to, and I don't know what it's like with the other states, but it comes to like when you go get a beer. Like you want to go get a beer someplace and, and everything's outside. There's no indoor dining. Uh, but you go get a beer Oh, uh, you got to buy something. It's like, what what, what does that mean? Oh, uh, yeah, if you want a beer, you have to buy something. Oh, so if I buy something when I get the beer, I don't get COVID. But anyone who just goes out and gets a drink it by itself will get COVID. So don't get don't give me that crap that it has to do with, oh, well, it's alcohol intake and, uh, you know, you need to have something in your stomach. It's like, yeah, well, that was never enforced in, what, the last 200 years. Uh, so I don't know why all of a sudden it's a problem. I mean, I, I get if you want to say that that's your point, then all right, like, I get it. Um, and it probably would help a lot of drunk driving and accidents and whatnot if you did make people eat something before they, they, they drank. But what in God's name does that have to do with COVID? It's nothing. It's ridiculous. So speaking of COVID, obviously, we have to check in what our dear leader's been up to, huh? Because it's getting down in the nitty gritty. Oh, before I get into that, actually, let me just touch on the NBA real quick. You know, the Lakers won the championship. And uh, I mean, you would... I don't know if this applies to everyone, but you would not even realize that it was on. Who who knew that the NBA was even on? I mean, that the finals were so lackluster. I mean, obviously, you know, the Heat being a, a not really sexy team with Jimmy Butler being the superstar. And then you have a young Ty- Tyler Hero, Harrow. I think it's Hero, right? It's not, not you know, it's not spelled that way, but uh, I forgot it was on half the time. I mean, I think I watched the last game just because, but we were watching there and... You know, LeBron says after the game, uh, you know, I'm wonderful, I'm great, you know, all that crap. And then he says, I want my respect. It's like, you have your ass kissed. Hold on, hold on a second. I'm going to put this franchise back in a position where it belongs. Um, Her late great father did it for so many years. And she just, you know, took it on after that. And for me to be a part of such a historical franchise is uh, an unbelievable feeling. Not only for myself, but for my teammates, for the organization, for the coaches, okay, for the okay, trainers, okay. everybody that's here. Um, we just want our respect. Rob wants his respect. <laughs> Coach Vogel wants his respect. Our organization wants their respect. Laker Nation wants their respect. And I want my damn respect, too. Oh, God. He's, he's, he is uns- 
Ugh. Has there ever been a more unlikable superstar? Like, I guess Barry Bonds, you could say. Um, but I mean, the Lakers don't get any respect. I know no one talks about them. No, no one talks about them as a an all time franchise. And and LeBron James, it's not enough to get your ass. You are one of the, possibly him or like Cristiano Ronaldo or Lionel Messi or, or somebody like that are the most recognizable athletes in the entire world. This guy could go to any town America or any town Bangladesh or any town, you know, Timbuktu and have his ass kissed by the masses every day of the every fucking moment of the day. And everyone says you are the greatest player ever. Oh, we love you so much. Some people say Michael Jordan is better and blah, 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 blah. It's not enough for him that he has to win a championship and say, I want my damn respect. What an asshole. I do not like that guy. He's he's the biggest phony. So I just need to get that out too. I, when I heard that, I want my damn respect. It's just like you you are so out of your mind. The, 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 like what 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 is good enough for you? Like at what point is it, like what level are we at now of kissing your ass and respect? And what level do you want to get to? Because I feel that we're at like 150 right now. Uh, so what level would be appropriate for you, Bron Bron? I'd, I'd like to know. Please tell us. Horses ass to the highest degree. So speaking of uh, horses asses and uh, people that are out of touch with reality, our president. Yes, I know we're going to get political, but hey, come on. It's a polit- tis the season. Am I right? So two weeks from today, we have the big election. The election that could change the world, that could alter our democracy forever. I don't know if any of that's really true. Uh, I don't like Donald Trump, though, and I really would like to see him lose. I, I look at it in the sense, I look in the sense of Donald Trump losing. It's like how the Yankees, excuse me, this is how I'd look at the Donald Trump winning the election in 2020. I would look at it like the Yankees losing for a year. I don't like it. I would be pissed off. I'd be angry about it. I'd be really annoyed. I'd eventually get over it. I would, uh, I mean, because I, I think what really has to happen is I would have to come to the conclusion that Donald Trump and the Yankees virtually have no effect in my life whatsoever. Now, I understand the president might have a little more influence over someone's life than a professional sports team. But if I really had to get the old calculator out, I would bet that, you know, laws initiated by the president that would, you know, take money out of my pocket, fail in comp- comparison to what the New York Yankees have done to my pocket. Uh, I think that is a, and I think that probably applies to a lot of people. So whatever, oh, I got to pay more taxes on that son of a bitch. Huh? Yeah, remember that time you had like five $12 beers at the Yankee game? And how much you parked, how much it cost to park, and then those hot dogs. And, and well, the tickets themselves, remember? And then remember you did it 10 times that year? Yeah. So just think about that. Uh when it comes to all of this. So we are two weeks away, like I said. My neighbors are my neighbors are all outside. Obviously, I didn't get the invite because they probably hate me. But uh, they're all sitting out there in their chairs, social distancing. And then we had some like little get-together that everyone was invited to like a few weeks ago. And it was so ridiculous. You had like some people with, with masks standing like, you know, the old Grinch 10-foot pole uh, probably away from everyone. You had some people... They were keeping their distance, but with no mask. And then other people, I just met this guy. And this guy's like, hi, Jim. And he, no mask. Comes over, shake my hand. I'm like, Ugh. Totally, like, flexing. Like, yeah, I don't give a shit about this virus. And my boy in the White House doesn't give a shit either. 
Yeah, come on, shake my hand, motherfucker. Yeah, come on, come on. It was such a... Ugh. Anyways, uh, so Donald, our, our president, gets COVID, which uh, it boggles my mind how he didn't get it before. He's a pig, he's old, and he's around tons of people all the time. So it, it shocked me. But he beat it. Um, uh, and then I certainly thought he would come out and say how strong he was I after he beat it. I did not foresee the uh, I'm immune to it. <laughs> That's uh, it's a new level, and his whole family got it, or a lot of them. I saw Baron Baron got it, and Baron, uh, Baron got it, and uh, you know they're like, uh, so uh, you know he had his little uh, press conference outside with the the, the helicopter blaring, and so how, how's COVID? He's like, oh, he's good, he's great. So what the Democrats want to do? It's just like right, doesn't skip a beat. I don't care about my son's condition. I don't care about this. But now I I, I see that. I mean, there's so much Trump stuff from the last time I did a podcast. It's like. My brain hurts trying to go back in time and try to remember all of it. It's it's because so much happens. He says so many ridiculous things, especially the I mean these these rallies. I mean they're they're just prime for the picking with all the, the nonsense. Um, I mean and the debate last uh, few weeks ago was just Trump was a fool, and I'll tell you why. And it's not just the 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 nonsense that comes out of his mouth. If you let Joe Biden talk enough, he's going to hang himself. You don't have to interrupt every two seconds and just say things and say dumb things over and over again. It's It came across as really aggressive and stupid, really stupid. And to say that he won the, I wouldn't say Biden won it. He wasn't great. But like the fact that people coming away from that saying, you know, Trump won that. It's just, I'm sorry. I'm trying to look at that. And I know, I, I know sometimes I might have the Trump derangement syndrome glasses on, but like. The fact that you would say that he won that debate is pretty silly, I think, in my opinion. And you have the debate tomorrow, if you're listening to this Thursday, it's tonight. And they'll be muting mics, which should be very interesting because it's not necessarily just Trump. Imagine muting any debate because these these politicians, they have no, they have no respect for the the, 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 uh, the moderator. Oh, th- thank you, sir. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And they're just like, yeah, the, yeah, you're still talking, but I'm talking and I'm the one people came to see. So you can keep saying thank you and uh, I will continue talking over you. So can continue it. Uh, and I will continue getting to my point. So yeah, just, just, yeah, yeah thank you. Yep. Heard that one already. I'll continue talking. I've just never seen it in a debate forum at all. So you're going to have... Joe Biden talking while you hear a crazy person yell in the background. Like it's, you know how like sometimes in this show or many shows as if I like coined it, like I was one of the pioneers of radio or something, bad radio. You know, when I say like something like I'm going to have a debate with myself and I'll be like, oh yeah, well you tell me, tell you what, what are you going to say? No, no, no. It, it's, it's literally going to be that. It's going to be like what I'm going to tell Americans right now. All right. What I'm going to tell you. Oh, what are you going to tell them, Joe? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Is that what you going to tell them? Yeah. Yeah. That's what it's going to be. It's going to be lunacy. Like we always say, though, and especially I think with Donald Trump, none of these debates matter. And I don't, th- I don't think these Hunter Biden, you know, you know, stuff with the, with the laptop and all that. And, and Rudy Giuliani taking off his, attempting to take off his pants. I don't think any of this shit matters because... People already have their mind made up. It is a personal investment that people have made. Like a lot of these people, I mean, what Trump said during the campaign uh, in 2016, I could shoot someone in the head in Fifth Avenue and it wouldn't make a difference. We all laughed at that. I'm getting to the point where that, if you saw Trump shoot someone on video, I don't think he'd lose that much. I don't think many people would, def- they'd say, yes, yeah, so what That per- what, what, did, what did that person do though? What did that person do? <laughs> it's like, you know, when a, vict- a woman is a victim of domestic violence, she's like, well, what'd she do? What'd she say? She's talking back? Yeah. I mean, that's that's literally, it's like, what do they do? They, they deserve to be shot. 
I, I could I could see it that way. I mean, let's be honest. Rudy Giuliani's a scumbag. He's obviously lost his mind. And if you think that there is no smoke in that Hunter Biden, Joe Biden, Ukraine story, you're out of your mind. This guy who has no experience in any of this shit is the vice president's son. All of a sudden, he's making $50,000 a month being the president of one of these places. Sorry, I find that a bit peculiar as well. But the other element of it is, you see how many people have already voted by mail already? There's more people that have voted by mail today on October 21st than all of 2016. And I don't think that bodes well for Trump. I really don't. I could be wrong. But, and I, and I, it's, it's hard to understand all of this because I see people on my Twitter feed that, that are Republicans who have intentionally manipulated how polls go. And clearly the polls were manipulated in 2016. I think what's also another interesting thing, though, if you, I follow some people who are really into the polls. A lot of them, if you look at the other races going on in that state, they're coinciding. They're coinciding with someone who would also vote Biden. Biden? Biden. You know, that's that's why it's a little interesting. Um, I personally put a gun in my head. And <laughs> you know what's funny? I was thinking about the other day. I said that to somebody the other day. Like, if any, a lot of the people who listen to this podcast have listened to Mike and the Mad Dog or listened to WFAN or sports radio and have heard that phrase, you know, would you make that trade gun to your head? And you're just like, oh, that's a good question. Here, they've never heard that. So just be like, I don't know. Would, would you do that? I don't know. Gun to my head? Would I do it? And they're like, whoa, gun to your head. Jeez. It's a bit dramatic. And I'm just like, you know what? Actually, it is. Uh, but a lot of people I know don't think it is. And they think that's normal speak. But you're right. Putting a gun to my head. That, that's possible death. And we're talking about that. Uh, uh, what was the other thing I wanted to say about Trump? There, there are a lot of things. Um, maybe there weren't that many things. Trump, COVID, uh, I mean, what, what else can I say? I mean, I, I just go back to the fact, kind of what I said earlier in the podcast, you know, it's October and this dude has no plan. You know, I, I, I'm not trying to say, cause I, I don't want to pretend that there, there'd be this, you know, we'd all be dancing around and, and no masks if, if Hillary were president, but I certainly think the approach would have been better. And it's possible this could even be over. This guy, refu- this guy refuses to wear a mask. Then when it's pressed on, it says you, sh- you should wear a mask, but just not for me. There are levels of Trump voters, and I've said this before. The sycophants are reading that as, I don't have to wear a mask and I don't need to. There's enough of those people to keep that shit going around. There really is. And I'm not saying a mask does everything, but I think a mask better than nothing. And I think most people agree with that. And now, I mean, now that we're getting closer to the election. And so that, that's the other thing, too, with, the, with, these, with these scandals. And mail-in voting. I think you got to move your calendar to reveal this stuff. All those people have already voted. Not that they'd really be changing their mind that if they voted for Biden, they're like, oh well, well, well let, me, let me let me let me see this uh, this whole laptop thing. Well, this is this. Can I, I'm going to the post office to get it changed. I don't think it really matters, but uh, the other thing, you know, Trump is going all in on Fauci, <laughs> which now just dumping on him throwing out a first pitch, which is, I think is pretty weak sauce in my opinion, as Trump has never thrown out a first pitch as a president. So kind of weak, honestly. Now the first pitch was pretty terrible, but there's still, there's still so many people. You saw Fauci on 60 Minutes getting all the, talking about how he had all these death threats. This is where we are in society. Did, did Anthony Fauci, Dr. Anthony Fauci, did he get everything right? No. Does your doctor get everything right? Did they get something wrong and then you stopped going to them? You know, it's not like I would go to the doctor and I'm like, ah, something's wrong with my, my foot. What's going on? Doctor says, oh, I think it's your heel. 
And then it's, you know, eventually I find out it's my ankle. You think I'm not going to doctors anymore? Like, <laughs> they're not perfect. And alternatively, do you think I'm going to have somebody next to me that goes, hey, yeah, you don't want that doctor. Come on. Get funny. He said it was your heel, your ankle. Come on. Now talk to this guy over here. Who's that? Uh, it's this guy. He's in real estate. Is he a doctor? No, no, not at all. But what does he know? No, not much. He, listen, he, the guy, listen, art of the deal. Check this out. Read this. Come on. Is he not great? He's rich. He, come on. He, come on. He had sex with a porn star. Come on. Come on. This guy's great. Like, how could you fucking think like that? <laughs> how can you think like that? Fauci has not been right on everything. He's been wrong on things, especially the mask thing. And, and my wife called it and a lot of people called it. It was, it was a lie given to us to save, you know, the, the, the protective gear for medical people. That's what it was. And he said that we didn't need masks and it was a total lie. I'm still going to believe him. I'm still going to believe what he says. I, 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 I will not a hundred percent concede. I, I, I will admit that part of this does have a political tinge to it. And I do wonder what some of these safety precautions are going to look like after election day, especially if Donald Trump loses. Will there still be these, you know, no, we can't do this. Can't do that. I wonder. You know, the cases are going back up and they're going to, listen, they're going to get bigger with traveling for Thanksgiving and Christmas. I think people also need to understand too, and I don't mean to get on my COVID high horse. I look at the deaths too. I look and say, well, the deaths going up? I mean, okay, people are infected. So what? I mean, most people are recovering. We also don't know what the recovery like is, is for this. So does that mean that we should sit in our houses forever, Brian? No, but I mean, just keep that, keep that in check. I'm reading the 19, I think it's called The Great Fluenza reading a book about the 1918 influenza. I think I just repeated myself. Crack open those sandwiches. I got the gas station. I'm so hungry I could eat a sandwich from a gas station. So it is eerily similar to some of the stuff that's going on now. Just the government com- trying to basically deny anything happened and uh, hiring, getting, ignoring scientists and hiring phony baloney idiots. Like Woodrow Wilson, Boy, Trump would like to take on that of that approach, but he can't because there's so much media. I mean, they barely even wanted to put it in the papers or even acknowledge it. I mean, it's it's pretty crazy. It's pretty disgusting what happened in Philadelphia. Just bodies laying all over the street, just rotting, decaying. Sometimes they couldn't even get them out of the apartments. So they, people would actually live with people that have died from the influenza, just dead there. Just blood and shit all over the street. Oh, it's a beautiful scene. Just play the, uh, you know, It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia uh, music in your head as I'm saying all this, right? Uh, it's a it's it's a book I have been trying to read for a long time because anytime I get a book over like 400 pages, it takes me forever to read. And uh, I don't know. Well, I guess we're still living in those times with the guy shitting on the street, right? So we're getting some pissing shit on the street. So I think that's what they call full circle, folks. So thanks for listening to the podcast. Uh, I love all of you. You guys are great. And uh, I know some of you have reached out. When's the podcast? Brian, I want to hear rants. I need, I need your voice in my life. And that's totally natural. And I understand that. Um... I wish more people said that. And for the ones that didn't ask, well, I mean, you're blood-sucking losers. I read a story today. <laughs> and who knows? Again, the, the media's out to get Trump. But I saw something that said that Trump was pissed uh, at his, who was his wife at the time? Was it Marla Maples? No, is Ivana Trump. When she said she wanted to name Donald Jr. Donald. And he goes, no, no, you don't want to use a name. What if he's a loser? Yeah, that is a risk you take. So, you're a loser. Uh but thank you so much for listening. Uh, I'm not going to make promises because I clearly can't keep them in terms of uh, in frequency of podcasts. So 
I want all of you to have a great week. Stay safe. Uh, we will talk again before the election. I promise you that. That I promise you, okay? Um, he's a loser. So with all that being said, no, well, listen, you can listen on iTunes, TuneIn Radio, Stitcher, Google Play, YouTube, uh, FM Player, Podbean. I, no one even listens on those anymore. And uh, follow me on Twitter at BrianBuck13 and at RedTicketBlue. So I want the rest of you to enjoy your week, enjoy your weekend. We will talk soon. We will discuss things before the great election of our times, which basically is every election. But I feel like Trump is a maniac, so it does definitely add a little bit of uh, <laughs> a little oomph to it. So uh, with all that being said, I'm going All day in my head Do a little spring cleaning I'm always too busy dreaming Well, maybe I should wake up instead A lot of things I regret But I just say I forget Why can't it just be easy? Why does everybody need me to stay? Oh, I hate the feeling when you're high, but you're underneath the ceiling Got the cards in my hand, I hate dealing Yeah Get everything I need and I'm gone But it ain't stealing Can I get a break? I wish that I could just Get out my goddamn way What is it to say? There ain't a better time than today So do